Good morning, all, or good afternoon. Hello. Hi. How you doing? This is Carl Markowski, and you are listening to the Playing On Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I hope everybody made it out okay from Atlantic City. I saw there was a bunch of delays. There was a bunch of weather, um, and it looked like a uh, a wild ride. I, I thought it was. Uh, it looked like a giant mist was just there the entire time. That, that everybody was, I know the weekend, uh, this past weekend here, it was just torrential, you know, downpours and it was just super wet everywhere. So I can't imagine what it was like. I mean, it didn't look crazy like Dallas wet, but it looked like, you know, that annoying mist where you get the little dots on your lens. So, but, uh, but anyway, congratulations to Edmonton impact on the, uh, on the AC win. I thought it was, uh, Man, they're 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 good, man. It's that is a, a solid team, uh, but it's just like it's just like I said, uh, I, I said it in this podcast too. It's like anybody can beat anybody. I believe, maybe I think it was New York Extreme. I could be talking uh, out of my ass, but I, I thought I I saw that New York Extreme beat them in prelims on Saturday. Could have been Revo, might have been Revo. I don't know. Um, I have to go back and check, but you know it's. But it, it, you have to have that perseverance to be able to fight through those and and make it to Sunday and and show up on Sunday. And that team knows how to do that, man. But uh, but but it proves that anybody can go out there and uh, you know put an effort in, and you'll you will have a winning result as long as you put the work in and. Um, and yeah, yeah. So let's get to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by PunishersPB.com. Uh, Punishers has been around since about 2003. Uh, they have a large range of products and brands from anywhere from like speedball stuff to to scenario game. Uh, right now they have a, a Spire 3 promotion going on to where if you trade in uh, your Spire, you can get money towards a new one. So, so that's pretty cool. Uh, they also have a little promotion going on to where if you type in the code TPOP at checkout, you will get free shipping on your order. Uh, but uh, but if you head over to PB, or actually PunishersPB.com, you will find all kinds of gear uh, from, from packs, loaders, all kinds of craziness. But anything you can find that uh, that you can't find anywhere else, Punisher's PB will have it. And like I said, type in that code TPOP and you will get free shipping on your entire order. Uh, so thank you to PB Punishers. We are also brought to you by Charm City Paintball. The uh, I've said it before, the head game guru. Uh, this guy, he makes, uh, Mike, he makes headbands for a lot of people out there, but there's a reason why. Because the stuff is is quality. He not only makes the headbands, but he also makes uh, the the pack bands that I wear on my pack. He makes the head wraps. Right now, he has some pretty slick uh, white um, tie back head wraps. He has all kinds of shit, man. If you if you head over there to uh, to his his Facebook or his Instagram, he's always posting new materials. All of his all of his uh, runs are. Excuse me, got a little stuffy nose. The temp change is killing me. <laughs> uh, but if you head to Facebook or Instagram, Charm City Paintball, he has all of his uh, all of his fabrics and patterns up there. 
but all the runs are about 10 headbands or less. So uh, all of them are pretty limited and uh, and pretty rare. But uh, but check them out, Charm City Paintball. Also brought to you by Carbon, where they have the niftiest undergear, if I do say so myself. It's the SC Protective Top and Bottom. It's a compression uh, fit with integrated padding in the elbows, knees, hips. Uh, but I've been wearing it since about two years ago, I want to say. And they've really, really come into their own. I mean, they have made a big difference in a lot of people that that uh, that wear knee pads, elbow pads. There's no sliding uh, of the pads around or anything like that. But if you do prefer the, the freestanding knee pads, they do have those. It's called the CC line, the CC knee pad. Um, but what they're also really big and known for are the packs. They have a compression, uh, or not a, I'm sorry, not a compression pack, but a uh, this SC pack, which actually has a, a air pocket in the back that conforms to whatever design your back is. So <laughs> however weirdly shaped your back is formed, it, it, it will form to your back with that, with the, uh, the air. But if you if you don't want the air pocket in the back, they also have the CC harness, which is very similar to the SC harness. It doesn't have the, the air pocket, but it fits just as well. But they have pants, they have headbands, they have uh, tops, bottoms, uh, jerseys, yeah, backpacks and stuff coming soon. But but make sure you check them out, carbonpayball.com. And if you type in the, the promo code, capital T-P-O-P, uh, you will get 10% off your entire order. So that's pretty sweet. So thank you to Carbon Paintball. And uh, last on the list, but uh, first in in the marker game is Planet Eclipse. They are killing it, man, with these CS2s. I, I know they're, they are very, very popular. I'm looking at their website right now. It says sold out on their, uh, on their CS2s. Hot cakes, hot cakes. All the top pros are using them. I'm still using the uh, the LV1 series. I, I really enjoy that series. But man, the uh, those CS2s are flying off the shelf. But uh, but if you are more on the mechanical side, make sure you check out the Etha, uh, the mechanical Etha that they're actually using and, and promoting as a rental marker. Those things are nasty. It's got a hinge trigger, single hinge trigger, and uh, shoots like butter. But, uh, but thank you so much to all of our sponsors. This episode is with Brad Johnson. He is, uh, you, you might know him from the Paintball Ruin My Life YouTube channel or any of the other social media platforms that he has. Uh, but I want to get him on here because it's, he's doing something that not a lot of people are doing as far as uh, Paintball goes. I mean, he's not only doing review videos, but he is also doing... Um, you know, doing up-to-date kind of social media stuff for the NXL, for other events, for products, for, uh, he does a lot of live videos, um, answers a, a ton of questions from a lot of new players out there, but is, has also been in the game for a long time. And, uh, and you'll hear that throughout the podcast, but, uh, but I had a great time sitting down with, a great time sitting down with Brad and, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. Give it up for Brad. I tried a good hour and a half the day when 
week, like last week trying to get it to work right, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I know it's it's so much more complicated the way I mean it's it's. It's not complicated, but it's just people people think it's so easy. It's like, oh, you just you know you get on record. Yeah, you can get on record, but like if you want actual like decent audio, like these blue yeah, yeah. blue snowball mics, mm-hmm. I feel like are a steal. For, oh, for sure, for fifty Sorry. bucks. This is uh, <laughs> a handheld microphone for like shoving in people's faces, so it's not meant to like talk like this but whatever it works i've never used it before yeah if it works man that's all that's all that's all that matters as long as it works it's not it's not whether or not like you think the audio sounds good when it really doesn't like it has to sound good but like as long as it just sounds good that's all you need and then obviously content behind that but god i i go back and listen to my audio and i'm like ah like there's like a two percent echo Mm-hmm. In like a certain frequency, and I'm I'm crazy. Like, yeah, I, I, I the very basic that I found in uh, GarageBand, like the basic uh-huh. audio setting that they originally just set on it without me touching it, um, yeah. for some reason is just like at the right for everything. And, and it's it makes perfect. Yeah, it, whatever. It just works. I'm, there's like one guy out of ten thousand who's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's like yeah. that doesn't matter. It's that like no, just. Matter. I can do it. Yeah, but but I always had an idea for um, what I, what I was thinking about because as a player, you can only do so much. Um, then other than that, you're like working. But I feel like there's not many that are out there because there's not many that go from. I know I think it was Callie and Druby used to play and then go uh, shoot, like they would go uh, film, yeah, yeah pictures yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. um, or if they're not like. If they're not playing, then they're working a booth or, or, or some shit uh-huh. like that. But sure. I thought of doing like a live uh, show and going up to not how uh, Go Sports does it, not to where they're like they ask these questions or who's who do you think's gonna win or this or that, and it's all kind of pre-recorded. I'm talking about like walking through the venue for like a good hour with a with a camera guy and a mic, and you're just talking to people and you're talking about different subjects, and you're just it's just kind of like a have you ever seen that show like Billy on the Street? Yeah, kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that, but you're, you're you you talk to people a little bit longer. But it's kind of just very random and going through. So, but. Like, there's a there's a um, YouTube channel called GCN. It's called the Global Cycling Network. That sounds familiar. And it's I talk about it a lot because I compare it to like what I do and like paintball. But um, they go to bike races and then walk up to all the pro riders and they're like, hey, what's your favorite tire size? Or mm-hmm. what is whatever? And I was going to do that at World Cup last year, but I just was so busy with product that it was just not feasible. Yeah. I was going to walk around and just ask one word, like one answer questions to like 50 pro guys and then just compile this thing together. Yeah. And that's the reason why this microphone exists. Like I bought it for that specific purpose and I just never, I just never did it. That was no time. That's the thing. Is like, there's so much I feel of of good ideas that can be taken advantage of. That's that's not right now. I feel it's it's very like black or white. There's not very much in between. And if you can figure out those in betweens, I think, which I think old school paintball media tended to do. For sure, certainly, it's all about money. And that was without the the, the ability to live stream. 
Yeah, it be live is cool too because it's just intriguing. I mean, that's the reason people watch live sports. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Do you ever get tired of like? Because I know you go on those and you just kind of answer the questions as they kind of come through. And do you ever get tired of the ones that's like, um, should I shoot this kind of gun or should I shoot this kind of gun? When in reality, it's completely up to the like personnel. It doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah, guns um, are they're so good now. So I, we should say this. Are we? Do you want to like? St- are we starting this now? I feel like we haven't even yeah talking to each other. Well, that, that's um, the good part. You kind of just yeah, like, you go. Yeah. Um, do I get tired of answering questions? Uh, I'm, I'm learning how to use the Skype thing, and I'm clicking stuff that I probably should not be clicking. I mean, the very, the very simple, fundamental, actual question that is completely determined by the person asking the question. Like that's what it comes down to. You shoot both of them, or you, you, you know, you. I'm sure you have friends that shoot both, and then. Uh, you want to be my friend on Skype? Dude, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you're good. You're, you're, it's everything's recorded. You don't even have to do anything. You just have to sit back, relax, and. Uh, I know. I don't know what I'm pressing. I'm screwing this all up. So how do I like? I like see like multiple windows. I'll, I just have you full size on the. Uh... <laughs> like, what is going on? It's like tiles. I don't really? Know. I'm, I'm screwing this all up. I see. Oh, no, it's like, all good well but i mean when when somebody asks you on a on your personal preference on one gun or the other you're basing your answer off of your personal preference um right no so that's the difference right i think that when it comes to me not not just me but people with uh, a lot of experience in like a situation with like well, we'll just whatever, just like paintball. So I've been working yeah. in the paintball industry for, oh my God, since 2003 or something like that. Oh, really? So I would like, I like owned a store for five years. I worked at a store. Uh, I worked for Angel. I worked for Faceful. I worked for. What were you doing at Faceful? Uh, writing. At like the very end. Like the yeah. very end. How like long I was, was probably your, the last person there. How long was your stint uh, with them? I worked maybe a year and a half, a year. Enough maybe to two, know how things, two, how the wheels are could. I couldn't even tell you what years it was. But I think that when I'm telling people adv- like things, like which gun to buy, it comes from an actual place of which one's more reliable, right. and which company is easier to work with, and which one's easier to fix. And like, According to you, though. Like because well, of, sure, with, but that's yeah, everything. Well, yeah, but I mean that's that, that's what I've been trying everything. to understand about this whole like um, phenomena on YouTube of people, be, you know, people. Um, oh, what's it called? What's the word I'm I'm looking for? They uh, review things. They, sure. The review videos. It's you're literally literally watching somebody else kind of give their opinion on this certain thing. Yeah. When the best thing you're gonna have is like going and experiencing experiencing it for yourself, and it's so crazy just how many people are out there that are able to make a living off of doing that. It's so intense. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, it's like a critic, but you're not wavered on as heavily like because of the whole movies thing. It's just about anything in general. You know, you can give your opinion on and whether that Mm -hmm. people like it. It's like they'll troll you a little bit, but then that's it. 
when critics are like these only I don't know, it's hard to explain I don't know no I completely it's kind of like you're like oh well this product is blue and you're like well I don't like it because it's blue <laughs> yeah it's like but it's the best ever and you're like but it's blue I don't like it yeah it's weird at least I do feel that like when I say stuff at least it comes from a place of understanding right stuff more like other paintball actual review videos when guys are like i don't like this one and it's like it's the second paintball gun you've ever owned it's like how do you <laughs> I don't like this like one. how do you know what you're talking about yeah right where it's like a lot of the other reviews too are done by stores or manufacturers so it's like well they're not gonna like actually say anything they're just gonna be like it's the best buy yeah it. if they're Here, under contract here's the link and, and here's the price <laughs> right exactly yeah if you have a deal with gi and you you can't go on there and yeah. be like you know, whatever, but it's, it's just like being a being a um, uh, you know, like a professional you. player. Yeah, it, it's so tough to Certainly. give your real opinion. In in my opinion, though, I feel like the LV ones are, yeah. if probably if not one of the best shooting. That but that's my opinion. You know, it's not because I'm sponsored by Eclipse. <laughs> it really is not. I've been shooting yeah. them since like the very beginning, and it's just been. I saw other guns, and I was like, just there's something about the lv1 platform i don't know yeah it's good what's well, it's it's an intimidator you know what i mean it's just a crazy spider right i mean which yeah. is a crazy spider a which crazy is spider. um what was before spider what was it before the that spider oh i don't know like that was I mean, that style because spider was huge i mean there's I, been a lot of stuff I mean, I can, the first, we're going to call the first stack tube pop it. Yeah. God, I don't know. I have no idea. Something old, something in like 88 or something. <laughs> Would it have been a 32 degrees? Some, uh, no, it was way before that. Before I mean, that. it'd be like Sheridan or like PGPs or it'd be something really old. Com but what was the first compressed air though? Like that first gun that used compressed air? Yeah. Um... I don't know. I don't know if I could answer that. Because there was a time when guys were using, like, CO2 and compressed air mixed. And, like, it was crazy. Because <laughs> they Dude, were trying to get, like, back then. the higher pressure of compressed air. But if you'd put liquid CO2 in the bottle, you could get more shots. And, like, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. I would not want to be at a fill station sometimes with some of these things, man. Dude, paintball was crazy back in the day. Like, oh could you God. imagine playing without a face? Like a like a bottom on your mask, and then when you ask like, them, and then when you ask the old school guys, they're like, yeah. oh, "I didn't really get shot in the face that much." I've been like, oh. the, the, and there have been a lot who have said that, and it's I'm like, like, "Dude, okay." Well, I mean, I, I guess if you're like always shooting like this, and you have your eyes down the barrel, I mean, you're pretty much yeah, covered up from hand the, or hopper or like something like that is gonna get hit first. Yeah, but imagine yelling and getting like shot down the throat. Oh. Like in the back of the mouth, you're like, ah. Well, I've had it where it, I did get shot in the mouth, and I was yelling, and I had shrapnel go down my throat, mm -hmm, and it was, sure. especially on the harder paint too. You just you <laughs> pull your goggles up, and you have blood running down. I was like, I, I, I don't know. I did it. And imagine if that was a whole paintball. Pass. Just like bam, in the esophagus. And were those lenses regulation? I mean, the ones that they were using, I, or were they just uh, like probably not. I mean, motocross goggles, regulations? right? Regulations? 
Yeah, that's true. The very first ones probably were just motocross goggles or skiing Scott, goggles or something like that. Scott, yeah, because I believe the first ones were like the first ones I remember seeing were Scotts mm-hmm. and yeah, um, yeah. the J, yeah, the JTs. JT, right? yeah, because JT was BMX stuff. Yeah, I always get that confused. BMX or motocross? I remember. I don't know. So JT you leave racing. BMX, I think. You leave pretty soon, huh? I've been, I've been uh, all day today. Like literally all day since 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's now 7 p.m. Uh, and all day yesterday, uh, working on an NXL Atlantic City preview video that is coming out tomorrow. Really? I was going to say, you leave pretty soon here. Atlantic City. I'm going to be there. You're not going at all? No. Dude, I'm, I'm still really. rehabbing my knee. I guess there's no real reason to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's this off. is how I thought of it is if I, if I go, well, here, here, okay. So I believe, and I'm guessing you're saying that because Aftershock hasn't been doing too well. Yeah. Assumedly. Well, no, not really. It just, it just, I don't know. Something made me think about it. I like that. No. The thing is though, yeah. I like that. <laughs> well, I like that position, right? I like being the one where I like being the one that's counted out. People think everything's a joke. For sure. And I, I always think back, I'm Absolutely. like, it, it's it's what paintball players at the core preach all the time, right? It's any given Sunday, any given game, any given match, player A will shoot player B. Mm-hmm. And then player B will shoot player A. And it's so a, like a fucking throw of the cards. Like every single time yeah. you walk on the field. And then uh, eventually as the game... As the point itself gets longer, the better team will eventually win, the, the team that's more uh, prepared. But I think if you could win every point within the first, and I'm not even talking hang the flag right away. I'm talking getting the, getting the majority of um, percentage that you're going to win that match within the first 30 to 45 seconds, mm-hmm. you could probably... I say that we could hang with anybody out there, and if if we can do that and even pull out a couple long points, I think we'll be just fine. I th- I think we will podium this year. And I what I love is that, yeah, that's fine. Okay, all right. But all the, right. I, dude, I I believe in the team, man. I believe in the kids. I uh, so before this, I was like making notes about stuff to talk to talk mm-hmm. about, and that's why I sort of feel like I'm preparing. Um, I kind of thought about that. I'm like, man, so Aftershock got rid of a bunch of people or whatever happened. They and left. like, yeah, kind of figured that much. Um, yeah. But, like, now with, like, McKenna and Simmons back, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe the team is better now than they were. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I'm like, man, now it's, like, 2014? Aftershock, I'm like, it's like yeah. old times. Missing a couple guys. Uh, AJ, uh, Wozni. Yeah, sure, oh, sure. I think who else? Uh, oh, um, Sosin. Yeah. So he played forever. And I think that it, the closer we can get to that, the, dude, and I, I was listening to a podcast, and I know that the Aftershock that took third at World Cup in 15, I want to say, right? But okay, so okay, so if we go to fourteen and and the team that won or the team that got third 
at uh, at Mid Atlantic Open, I believe it was. Um, mm-hmm. We had a bunch of guys that nobody really knew about. I feel yeah on that team, and I and I think that um, kind of proves that just as long as you be- if you guys believe and you work as hard as you can and time allotted, I think that any team out there has a, a good chance to win, and it's for sure. It's like any sport. Yeah. I mean, you're pro because, I mean, paintball's a little bit different. You're pro because you decided to be pro. <laughs> Almost. There's so like many. The yeah, NFL it's weird stipulations. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you really have to earn it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like any other sport. Everyone's really good. Yeah. So it's like any day, you know, for some reason you could have two guys that are just really good at shooting off the break that day. Mm-hmm. And then every match, it's like a five on three. Yeah. It's very possible. One of the things I was, I was, kind of, I say kind of concerned about with you guys and Thunder. Is what happens if Thunder gets relegated, and then what happens if Shock gets relegated? I should say after Shock, because Shock, yeah, is semi-pro. Because um, like, do they stay? Do you guys stay, or like, does Thunder stay in semi-pro? Like that seems crazy to me. Like after Shock and semi-pro would be nuts to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. That's just that crazy. sounds like a question for uh, Rennick Miller. I think um, that question gets decided the last day of World Cup, though. <laughs> too, you know, like, like we're not thinking about it. Like, I wouldn't even want to like, yeah, entertain that idea until he absolutely had to. Well, and I don't know what kind of position that Rennick is in. Like, that's the thing too. It's yeah, like sure. I'm. I mean, is he? Does he want to continue? Does he not? Does he really put the effort towards? kind of rebuilding something like that but mm-hmm. i mean i don't know that's you know i wish a lot more team owners with a bunch of uh dollar bills all over the place would come in and start actually <sighs> taking it serious when it's just so kind of like three i don't know I don't like know i hear that I, I i it'd be cool sweet it'd be cool if all 20 teams had a guy that was worth you know 500 million dollars and he could give the team a million dollars every year You'd, but yeah is that good like, do we want just a bunch of, like, guys with a bunch of money controlling everything? Because, like, what happens when, like, Bart and Randy Smith are both like, eh, we're good. And they just go do something else. And then, like, all those guys that, like, were, like, real professionals, mm. like, don't have jobs. Because there's no money to pay them to play paintball. Yeah. I mean, that's sweet. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to just, like play paintball and do nothing else but well yeah i mean who wouldn't i mean that's <laughs> that's, that's awesome yeah, yeah. uh it's a little nerve it's just con- it's i guess just concerning to me because i would rather the like industry be able to support uh the players rather than just some random guy yeah uh, who knows i think i lost my audio hang on one sec can you hear me i can Jeez, I can't. I just lost my auto and my headphones. That's right. Whatever. So you so, can't hear me? No, I totally got you now. All right. Um. All right. So I'm sure we'll get into more tangents too. I mean, we're only 20 minutes in, so I love. I love just talking and and I love talking about now what's happening with paintball. I love talking about like what happened back then. Everything in the in between. I love that it's like. We can talk about the product side. We can talk about... There's a lot to talk about, which is good, which makes for good good content. I could talk about paintball products all day. 
I was thinking about that before. I'm like, man, Carl, they're always talking about like crazy stuff, like intricacies of the of paintball, the actual game. And I'm like, man, it's like, I just know everything about like compressed air tanks. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I just know like, okay, it's this stupid stuff. Well, which, what, like I mean, what, what, what people think is interesting though is obviously something, you know, that you're, that you're doing or giving yeah. your opinion on or So it's obviously hitting a certain spot. And I think that's, what's great about it is that you can have something where it's just, it's paintball and it's informative. And I think, I think it's good. I think it's great for, uh, gr- I think this is great for the sport because it brings I, other people in. Yeah. That's the thing, right? I at least think that, uh, I still don't think we have enough like media and like paintball content. But there's too much, maybe not too much, but I don't think it's spread out enough. So I think that like uh, what you do, oh yeah, there's this new pull the trigger podcast. I'm sure you saw that. Yeah. Um, there's that, right? There's go sports and like whatever. People make stuff, but there's not enough content for newer players. No. And I feel like 90%, 85% of the people who actually uh, consume the stuff that I make are all new people. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, because like a guy who plays paintball twice is probably not going to listen to this. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but like probably not, because he's on YouTube right. or Google. Like, what's the best paintball gun to buy, or like mm-hmm. some nonsense. Yeah, yeah. So I think if at least that's different. Me just talking about products all the time gets those newer people, because that's what they actually want to know about. They want to know about what to get. Yeah, what to buy. I mean, is that what you yeah. enjoy doing, or does it get kind of like repetitive? Um, it's I enjoy it. Well, let's say like I sold my paintball store because I wanted more freedom. I mm-hmm. wanted the opportunity to, uh, like, at the end of this month, I'm gonna go on a 12 day bike ride. So I'm gonna ride my bike to Portland, Oregon, and uh, owning the paintball store. Uh, I could do those things, but it was difficult, right? Like, it's just way harder to have, like, an actual, like, place I had to go to work and get two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I enjoy it uh, because of that freedom. Uh, and I like making stuff, so it, it works. Yeah. Uh, and I just look at people asking repetitive questions as it's not repetitive to them. You know, they only asked it that one time. So they're not like, That's true. It's not like they're yeah. asking 15 times. Uh, so while it gets repetitive sometimes, it's okay. Like, it doesn't really bug me. Some of the questions I definitely don't answer because I'm like, oh, this one again. <laughs> but, but yeah. like, yeah, it's repetitive, but it's okay. Like, it's not, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, if it doesn't bother you, that's, you enjoy it. So. Yeah, I guess so then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. how, how did the name come about? Um. So it's definitely from that JT shirt. There was the JT shirt back in the day. Uh, oh, that's said, right. The orange one. Yeah. Or it was, yeah. I, th- it was. I think it said paintball room my life across the front mm-hmm. or the back. I just can't remember which side. Uh, and then on the one uh, the other side, the opposite side of the shirt, it said, but it was worth it. Um, Oliver Lang, apparently, he says, came up with that, like, I don't know, slogan for the T-shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um that's where it started. And I actually started a blog, paintball blog in 2007 that was called Paintball Room My Life. Uh, 
then I started working for Pro Paintball and then Phase Full, and then that just went away. So I restarted it. What was uh, what what was that article on um, when you back in two thousand seven? Like, what was your first article? Oh God, I don't know. No. I mean, because when I was doing at least my thing, Paintball in My Life, the original site, um, it was I just like every blog, right? Like all the news things that happened and like oh, all okay. the new products. So I was posting multiple times a day. <laughs> yeah. So it was difficult. It wasn't any long form things. I mean, I guess maybe there were some long form things, but um, it was mainly all quick, like 200 words and then like some pictures or something. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing crazy. And that same thing I did for Pro Paintball and Faceful, really. Gotcha. Yeah. People were my life. <laughs> I've always wanted to, uh, I've always enjoyed writing and like being yeah. artistic and graphic arts and, and drawing and everything like that. And I've always, I've always thought of going like a direction like that, but also trying to stay with paintball. And I think that's where, um, I got really excited when I was able to do my first graphics, uh, through planet. And I kind of had a, a I, I was able to mock the, con- the, you know, mock those concepts up and I, I enjoy doing that so much. I would love to like huh. keep doing them, but uh, so did you you designed those. You designed them. So all I your private guns. So all I came your, up like, with a mock-up. Um, so I had the what was the first one? The first one was the LV one with the headdress, and yes. then uh, and the second one was the other headdress, the G the three point five, the H two K one, and then oh yeah. And then the Hawk was the CS1. But I came up with the concepts for all three of those, and then I had three different artists, uh, like, do it all up. Mm-hmm. I always said, if I had a private label gun, it'd be black. I think that'd <laughs> be it. so funny. It'd be <laughs> hilarious. Because Planet Eclipse does all this, like, cool stuff when they release, a, like, a, like, a player gun or a team gun. Like, they do these, like neat social media posts or whatever and they put the person's name on there it'd just be so funny if it was just like Brad Johnson it's just black <laughs> it's just nothing <laughs> I don't know why that'd be pretty <laughs> sweet be hilarious <laughs> I was always I always like the darker ones man the, 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 the darker markers where it's like especially the matte colored I didn't really like the shine I don't really like the shiny the polished what is that oh I got one of those oh dude these are awesome the emec See, but mine's got a barrel. Ooh, see, I was uh, barrel. <laughs> well, I don't have the stock barrel on here. I was actually shooting with the um, with the Eclipse uh, shaft or the Eclipse mm-hmm. um, that carbon fiber one with this, and the I was FL. like, yeah, ho- yeah, holy shit! I was like, ball on ball. Yeah, and the, yeah. with the hinge is so much better than the slide too. I yeah, think. that's what I that's what I noticed, right? So I've done I have the GMEC and then I have the EMEC now, and I can shoot the EMEC. I'll bet thirty percent faster than the yeah. GMEC. It's weird. Totally, and it's so it's, it's effortless almost. It's crazy, man. Like those guns are so good. <laughs> They're gonna be ransom markers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that good. cracks me. Up. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, ease of use for these is gonna be great. But I would like, I would I would use this in a tournament. Hands down. I mean, it shoots just as good as every other high-end gun on the market. Oh I mean, they really do. They're it's crazy. Dude, it's so nuts. I, I enjoy shooting it. Bruno would... I asked him, he said, don't even fucking ask me that question. I was like, oh, man. 
I'm telling you, I'll shoot the same amount of paint, and I'll probably shoot, if not better, with this thing. And he just gave me this look like I'm fucking crazy. I do understand that, though. Like, maybe snap shooting's better because you're, like, part of the gun. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just kind of feels better. Like, yeah. when you pull the trigger, it just, like, feels better. Like, because you're actually doing something. Yeah. You are the one putting that ball out the barrel. Like, yeah, it's just not software going. Burp. I like to feel yeah. it, man. I like to feel when I pull the trigger and just you get that little that little pop. It's like, yeah. And it's a it's a fuck you. Every little ball is a fuck you down the field. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love them. I think they're great. Yeah. I mean, I guess the point where like I've just been waiting. I've had mine for like 3 months now and I've just been waiting for clips to like I don't know, get on it and start shipping them so I can like do a review on the thing. And I was thinking about it today. It's like the EMAC is so good that in this review, I might even tell people if they're going to rent equipment, only go to a paintball field that has EMACs. Wow. <laughs> like, they're so good. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it just kind of sucks because so many of these rental guns are, like, loud. Uh, they kick a bunch. They break a ton of paint. They're d- durable. They're just it's not good. Yeah. So it's like the EMAC is quiet. It doesn't kick. It's easy on paint. It's, like, reliable. It's air efficient. It's, like better at everything yeah crazy it's it's ridiculous oh so are the eye covers just holding in the detents Uh uh-huh yes do they have an extra detent in there i haven't even i don't know i've never actually taken the eye cover off i couldn't tell you Um, because it is the exact same body Uh, eye covers are all the same Uh, it's just a lower half so uh, the lower the lower half yeah, trigger frame and foregrip are all uh, specific to the EMEC. And then this is the new body for the Ether 2 as well. So all the EMEC bodies are going to be the new Ether 2 bodies. It is funny, though. The first time I picked this up because of the Ether, uh, the battery goes into foregrip. And the first time I picked up the EMEC, I was like, I was trying to like take out the battery. And I was like, oh, there's no battery. Foregrip. I, I thought that that would be, I, at first. At first, I thought it was, um, I thought it was for like an empty ca- like an empty chamber, like where you can click out the bottom and had you can hey, carry your tools or something in there. Shove some stuff in there. It'd be cool, but you got to think most people are going to use these as rentals too. So it's like, yes, the people would be losing stuff or like just jamming shit in there and like. <laughs> but imagine these start getting popular to like tournament players, and they start putting their, you know, because you, you have the double click on each side, and you have your. Uh, chrono tool right there mm-hmm. or even build it right into the molding of the bottom of it itself you know what I mean oh that's actually a good idea so you take the whole bottom piece out and then on the top there's like an allen yeah I like that idea register Although trademark uh, Carl Markowski on the field false really false I mean I always wondered that's like how the hell do you change your velocity I mean I guess you <laughs> <laughs> you're now allowed to carry a tool and i think that wasn't i think that huh. started last year interesting and i still don't <laughs> or it's no like, I yes really I, I just started people. actually yeah gotta read the rules the rule book. i don't read very many man there I just are know the so basic many ones that are pretty like rules. like the dull rules don't use the rule book too good you don't want to follow the rules too good and know the rules better than the refs because they don't even know the rule book. Oh, no. so you try to like pull some tricky stuff that's in the rules and they're like what are you talking about <laughs> it's a penalty <laughs> and you're like no it's not they're yeah like, yeah it is you're like ah 
But there hasn't been one player in the pro league who has not broken the rules in one way or another. It just oh, it is no. what it is. Of course. It's not an honesty sport, I'll tell you that. Um, Airsoft is honesty sport. Paintball is not. It's supposed to be honesty. I don't know. I feel like I've also talked about that recently, is that like I do feel that paintball has gotten more I don't know what the right right word is. Maybe like less cheating or maybe more honorable or more gentlemanly or something like that. That it is like more like that or is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because like think about 2005. If you got caught going on the field with a gun that was full auto, uncapped, and I don't know, you were shooting 340, mm-hmm. like everyone would be like, ah, cool. Like, this is how it is. But now, if now like the Tauntauns, when they were shooting like 350, everyone was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Like, it was such a big deal. But like, I was playing. Day, yeah. I just, was that against you guys? That was when. That uh, was, it was Texas, I think it was Texas. Uh, God, I don't it might remember. have been Chicago. I don't know. But yeah, it's it was, uh, yeah, they shot two guns over like 370 or something like that. Four. They had four guns. Four so guns? One, one was like 370, one was like 340, and one was like 320 and like 320 or 330 or something like that. Yeah, That's and crazy. I'll, I'll tell and you right like, now, that just doesn't happen randomly. No, and even if it does, you'd be like, damn, something's, my gun's crazy. Like yeah. Like all of a sudden, if you're shooting like 380, <laughs> like, why is this thing kicking so much? Yeah. So know it, and they just try to play it off like yeah, I don't know. I just think that I, I think that tournament paintball has gotten more gentlemanly, and I the reason that I've thought about that is because people keep bringing up like wanting to change the rules and go back to like semi-auto uncapped and stuff, and it's like I don't know. I think that if we went to semi-auto uncapped, we wouldn't see a lot of guys cheating. Like I don't think we'd have a bunch of cheating boards like we had ten years ago. I think it'd just be semi-uncapped. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. I, mean, I think I th- we'd find out most of the guns don't shoot correctly in semi-mode because yes. they, like, add shots secretly. But mm-hmm. I don't think guys would purposely do it anymore. No, especially if the if they have the penalty be, you know, so out there that it's not yeah. even worth it. You're have kicked a, out of the league forever. Yeah, <laughs> a three-game, a three-tournament suspension. <laughs> yeah, or something crazy. Yeah, something crazy where it's like, I'm not even going to fuck with it. I'm just going to leave yeah. it stock. The, the the factory can confirm its stock if they can have a little QR reader to see if it was fucked with as you go on the field each each uh, board is scanned and like okay you're good 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 while you're on the field like as you go on the field like if you're getting chronoed right yeah it's like uh, it's like MPPL I mean MPPL didn't do this but MPPL had those RF chips in like the boards and stuff and they kept track of how much people shot and stuff that and was everybody's cool. board everyone there was that one year where everybody had uh, an rf transmitter in between the solenoid uh, and the board on their gun so they could tell every time the solenoid tripped it would send like a signal and they'd know that person shot it was so cool yeah so why can't we use that now and put it in semi-pro and be like okay nobody's cheating you know so you so you're not cheating it's actually the hardware is cheap i mean the hardware the transmitter it's super cheap. I mean, you could probably build these for like five bucks. Really? But then I don't know what else is all entailed. Like, I don't know what the receiver costs and like implementing that. And like, I, don't, I have no idea. But the MPPL definitely did that. 
because I remember you could look at all the data. You could be like, oh, you know, whatever team shot 2,415 paintballs. It mm-hmm. was like super obvious, like who shot the most. And it was obvious the teams that shot the most won too. Yeah. But that could also be because they're not losing players and they have seven guys alive. So, yeah, they're going to shoot more. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is that. <laughs> People tend to shoot their guns when they're still yeah, in the game. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I, even even going back to like the way I play, I feel like I I still don't, I don't shoot nearly enough. I don't know why I enjoy just being able to move down the field with only shooting, you know, two paintball yeah. two paintballs per guy or whatever. If, unless I got to hold a guy in a little bit longer, but being able to move down the field, but it's just having the 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 counterattack on the off the middle on the other side or or i don't know it's it's tough it's hard it's a tough position to play i really thought we'd go to shooting less paint like i thought we'd go to limited paint i really expected this year the league to go to limited paint i did too actually i don't know like i don't know if it matters really as much anymore i think these big huge bunkers have kind of made it not necessary I feel like the points are faster, maybe. So, like, we don't have these five-minute-long points where everyone shoots 14 pods. Well, I think skill – I think it, it, it's going to be weird to try and describe, but I feel like the player's um, ability to shoot left-handed and right-handed, depending on uh, – mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter whether or not you're good at actually pulling the trigger multiple times to have 10 balls go out or 10.2 balls go out. Yeah, because if you can play a guy's less dominant side and he can't, if he's not ramping and he's shooting semi-auto and he's mm-hmm. trying to like, he has a lot less likely chance to be able to hold you in uh, to sure. your, you know, if that's your strong side. So, but now having it ramping, it's all at the same level. So even a guy, you know, just a guy turning and shooting and doing this just with one finger, it's like I, I feel like I preach this all the time, but I'm like, it like equals. It equals a it puts a baseline on the player's abilities across yeah. across the league uh, without any kind of repercussion because you're being yes. assisted at that. So there's players that can't shoot well one way or the other, but they're being assisted with the marker, which should be a skill set that you have to learn and be able to do. For sure. And I, I think I feel like this is the ramping takes it away from that. I totally see that. I've always thought that, like, I totally understand that side. And I've always said, I've always thought, too, that I kind of like ramping because it allows me to maybe think about the game more rather than uh, am I, you know, I suck shooting left-handed fast, so, like, I worry about shooting left-handed fast. So I'm, like, thinking about am I shooting fast enough and, like, just stressing out about shooting rather than thinking about the actual game. But then again... You know, shooting is part of the game, so yeah. That's so, kind of a but argument. <laughs> but are you going to tell me then you're not going to go back and try and work on your left-handed shot at practice and not be able to use that as an excuse? Oh no, of course, yeah, it's my problem. It's yeah. like guys talking about the NBA and how like, uh, you know, whatever we got to start. There's some new rule the NBA is trying to do where they're like they're they're not going to allow like if you foul a guy in the last X amount of time. They're just going to give you the ball in points rather than the shitty guys having to shoot free throws. Yeah. But it's like, that's the whole point. Like, we should all have to shoot free throws. Yes. Just because that guy sucks doesn't mean we, you know, we shouldn't do it anymore. That's a perfect example. Of, of, it's of, paintball. Yeah. Yeah. I suck shooting left handed, but that doesn't mean we should have ramping. 
That's not well, your fault. I suck left-handed. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and if, sure and now you're it. shooting left-handed like a pro because everybody's shooting the same amount. Yeah. And the only thing that would go against you is that you're if you have bad reaction time and you didn't get in your bunker quick enough. Other yeah. than that, you can stay out and just you know make it rain on the entire field. <laughs> yeah, that's my method of snap shooting too. By the way, I'll like you know come out snap. Guy goes in, and I'm just going to stay there. I'm just going to keep shooting. That's not a very good strategy. <laughs> I just don't go in. I'm like, okay. Sometimes you can here. do that, though. Sometimes you just can wait you for can... him to come back out. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. It's so That's fun the good part that. about, like, playing paintball for nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I'm going to go out there, and, you know, I'm just going to run to their back center off the break. Or, like, randomly, I'm like, I'm playing snake. Like, it doesn't matter. Because I'm, you know, I don't have a team. I'm not playing for anything. I can just like while out, and, like mm. <laughs> do whatever. Just I try want. not to get hurt. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Now. <laughs> that should be a team's motto. Like, try not to get hurt at practice. Yeah, your knee. How'd you hurt your knee? So I was. So after Dallas, it was yeah. really sore. Like, I, it it wasn't like. It wasn't like ah oh my god right now I'm fucking I'm done you know yeah. something like that but it was um. After Dallas, just how much mud initially got thrown down and everything was pretty much coming up from hell. You know, all the mud that just came up. Um, I thought, I, th- I thought I was fine, but as I started diving into it and everything, and my knee, my knee and my the whole bottom half of my knee started moving in different ways because the ground is so fucking mush. That eventually I was like, Dude, this is fucking killing my knee, and uh, and then I came back and. Uh, I think it was like Tuesday. I went to a morning jujitsu class, and a guy had me in a leg lock, and just I guess gave it just that little bit more of a tweak than it needed in it. I have like a, a couple meniscus tears. <sighs> that happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, it sucks. And now I can't like. I know it's good now. Like through normal life, it's really fine. But like if I crouch, like if I like completely bend my knee, and like put my like on my ass on my heel or something like that like it starts to hurt Mm -hmm. like I couldn't like I can't playing paintball sometimes hurts too long like I can't be on my knees like super low or it starts to hurt a little bit yeah well I mean that's the thing with paintball it's it's so rough on your on your knees and your joints and your hips and Mm -hmm. especially in your position yeah constantly on your knees that's that's why I like playing Doritos. I'm like, put me on the Doritos. Really? Put me on my feet. Yeah. You just gotta play in the middle. Now you don't even. Now, now in the center of the field, you don't even have to like go on your knees. You just like, stand, that's true. stand up the whole time. And I like playing up the center. I think it's. I, I loved it. Fun going. I mean, I, I I miss this W. Like I, that thing, dude. That bunker was built for me. Like, I thought it was man. still a little too big though. I could go to that thing and shoot. It either I'd either get bunkered. Or shoot four guys. Like I feel like yeah. I could shoot every single bunker on the field from the W. Like everyone. Yeah, pretty much. And you take one big step, yeah, and you can just have that whole It's like the Mars guys, like the Mars brothers, like those dudes just like brr, just like get to those tall bunkers and like you just can't hide. <laughs> it's like Yeah. They just shoot down on everyone. It's great. It's fun though, being able to like shoot guys in like that. Who they mm-hmm. shoot a lot and it's hard to it's hard to like find their cadence of them loading or like as they kind of because you know not everybody can just hold that lane everyone you know eventually no matter the most patient paintball player oh, sure. you can you can hold a lane and you'll be like 
All right, man, this fucking sucks. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check this off. And as, yeah, as soon as I see that little bit of a gap, I'm like, Doop. I try and, yep. yeah. yeah I, I, that's like simple shit that I hope, that I hope is being taught nowadays um, at fields yeah. for like younger tournament players coming up is like the simple shit like that, like head checking, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and doing things like running and looking downfield no matter what position right. you're going to. Not just head down. Yeah, yeah. It's I really one hope. thing that's definitely changed is that like we were talking about like content for the internet or whatever before, mm-hmm. and it's like man, when I came up playing paintball in like two thousand two to like I don't know, we'll say like two thousand five ish, uh, when I was actually like trying to get better mm-hmm. and like you know just get good at paintball, there was nothing like nothing that existed it all was reliant on like maybe some guy at the field helping me and that never happened mm-hmm. it never happened um and now kids like you know if you're 17 years old and you want to get better at paintball there is so much stuff on the internet to yes. like watch and learn from and back in the day there was nothing like absolutely nothing maybe there'd be like some like cheesy like half-assed article in some magazine that tried to help but yeah man there's so much stuff now for kids to get better at paintball we had nothing (laughs) it's just like hoping someone helped well we learned well and is do you think sports are ever going to get to that point where every athlete is so good that everyone is constantly playing defense like in paintball or just in sport in in sports in general is everybody going to get so good? No. You don't think so? I mean, it's the same thing that, like, I don't think anything's ever going to peak, right? It's like people saying, are, like, this is a common thing, too. It's like, oh, are paintball guns as good as they're going to get? And it's like, no, of course not. I mean, like, they're really good, but, you know, 10 years ago, everybody thought that, like, the Angel LCD or whatever was, like, the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think that we'll ever see, like, I don't know. People so good that it can't be like we just play defense or can't actually play paintball or play sports anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Good. It's like baseball. Like imagine a guy like guys keep throwing you you played baseball, I think. Mm-hmm. Guys keep, you know, consistently every decade the velocity keeps going up. So what happens when everyone throws 100 miles an hour? It's like you wear a bigger does, helmet. Does half the league not hit the ball anymore? It's like do they just like hope they get walked? It's crazy. I mean, it's possible. But then but then at the same level, I feel like the you would have the best hitters in the world. Well, that's true. And that's such Everyone that's such a weird better. one. Like a lot of people I love baseball. I love playing baseball. Baseball was one sure. of my like when I was fucking two years old, when I was as old as my son, I could remember like just throwing and hitting and throwing uh-huh. and just, and, but I hated watching baseball. It was like yeah, yeah. super boring, super boring. And I could, at the ballpark, <laughs> it's a little bit better. It's, I can, I can get into it. I can watch. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's like, if you're playing, it's, there's nothing like it. It's so much fun. I watch baseball every day. The Giants are playing right, right now. now. Yeah. I apologize. That's my baseball team. There's a there's a Giants hat somewhere behind me. Right there. I like the background. I it's watch very, sports like sweet. crazy though. Like, I watch basketball. Like, this is the bad time of year for me because there's no hockey. 
sport-based basketball, primarily basketball. Basketball's my jam. But you are a semi-somewhat hockey fan? Uh, yeah. Who do you yes follow? Yes and no. Like, I would like to – I don't know. I just didn't – you know, I hockey's one of those things where it's, like, it's big-ish, but, like, in certain areas for sure. Like, I grew up in California, so hockey mm. is, not, is not a thing here. I mean, yeah. we have hockey teams, but just – culturally like no one plays hockey no so it's like i'll watch uh the sharks everyone's not everyone's well i watch the sharks like every other game probably during the season but basketball if there's basketball on tv i'm watching it see what you're like what six three yeah six four six four so you're but i didn't you're... play basketball either so I don't no know. i did for like a year <laughs> like sixth, fifth grade yeah or something like that yeah, I compare paintball to hockey a lot. For sure. Certainly. Hockey and basketball. Yeah. Because hockey and basketball are almost the same thing, too. Yeah, that is true because you are always going back and forth. I, th- I think hockey, though, a little bit quicker, offense, defense. Mm-hmm. The transition's quicker, but it's still the same kind of, the, yeah, it's the same you idea. You kind of just wing it. Like, there's set plays to a, to a point. You know, but it's all but intuition. Like, after that, like, you know, oh, that that didn't work. Now let's just do whatever we have to do to try to make it work. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're totally winging it. And that is for sure hockey and basketball and paintball. Kind of all just, like, have a play, and if it works, cool. If not, then whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's a million choices happening at once yeah. with one set goal. God, which is crazy. We're nuts. <laughs> paintball is so it's so random i don't think people realize how random it is it's not like this is something that like i mean nothing's random but i've always talked about like meaning everything happens for sure but there's also like probability of things happening like i've always wanted to go to a tournament like say go to the nxl and like the first day of the event if like i was a scout for a pro team right like we'd get eight guys and we would watch every single field like we'd watch the pro field we'd watch division four we'd watch the pump teams like everyone and just mm-hmm. try to figure out like what the percentages are of somebody going to what bunker you know like yes if there's only an eight percent chance that they're going to go to this bunker off the break then we're not ever going to shoot it like ever just why mm-hmm. then why even have the bunker on the field like because people think they're going to go there or, like, it blocks something out or whatever. There's still a purpose for bunkers. But if, like, I don't know, I would just, as a player, want to know the percentages of what's going to happen. And that <laughs> could know? be easily, that information could be easily uh, tracked. Yeah, it's super simple. Like, like, imagine if you're in the snake, right? And say you're in snake one and there's a back center, right? And that back center like can shoot you it's technically possible like he could mm-hmm. just look over and shoot at you but since you have all the information and you know that back center guy no matter what team what like division 85 percent of the time he looks dorito side mm-hmm. like wouldn't you want to know that yeah so like okay so 15 percent of the time he's gonna shoot at me like that's good information yeah scouting is great but nobody i don't i don't know i don't know if anyone actually knows that information <laughs> it should be fairly simple like you know it is playing, simple yeah I it mean, just requires a bunch of people to like keep records of stuff and 
It shouldn't be just one guy's responsibility. I feel like Russian Legion used to do that. But. Oh, absolutely they used to do that. They used to videotape themselves and mm-hmm. even have yeah. a... Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it was. there's proof in the pudding. And the good old days. I mean, it is. It is what it is. So, I just want to run stats. I've talked to that with multiple teams, and I'm like, this is what I would do. And they're like, yep, you're crazy. I'm like, why? Like, That's not crazy. But it's also like not professional teams. It's like I've talked to multiple semi-pro teams about it, and they're like, yeah. I'm like, how is that not exciting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. I want to know everything that's going to happen. It's like, It'd oh, that guy hardly looks at me ever? Um, yeah, yeah, right? But, like, yeah. if you don't have that information, you're, like, constantly, like, maybe worried about him. But, mm-hmm. like, man, 15% of the time he's going to look, so whatever. And he has a one-and-a-half yeah, one second gap to be able to no. shoot you if he does, you know, if he's not it's there. It's a hard shot anyway. Yeah. You should, be, you should be, I don't know, I get so weird. I'm like, okay, if you shoot a guy in and he gives you something, especially if you know there's a, another shot. Uh, uh, another shot on a different bunker when you get up there to be able to shoot a guy quick mm-hmm. on quick moves like that I feel like they are not taking advantage of enough because we're too worried about shooting that first pod and then oh for sure yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. Be, and then setting up to actually play the game you get to your spot and you just shoot you just shoot you just shoot that's why I wanted limited paint too but now like I said I think the bunkers have kind of not made it that big a deal because we definitely got to the spot place in the sport where in the pro division where, yeah, guys just sat and, like, I'm going to shoot my four pods first and then, eh, maybe we'll move. That's so <laughs> we'll irritating to me. It's, so, it's not paintball to me. <clears throat> I mean, it has, but at the same time, it's like for, you know, for there to be a match where if we're trying to if, grow the sport, if we're trying to make mm-hmm. the, the tournament side popular, and really, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make it popular and generally popular after that to the you know, general public, getting them in. But I, we are not going to do it with games that are 1-2 games or 1-1 or one, one games because the person watching it is not going to understand it because it is such a lull. It's crazy. Yeah, until like, what you, are they doing? Well, yeah, because you have to have that, you have to have that initial grab of attention, right? So do you think we should grow the sport with tournament paintball then? Why not? We're playing know. the highest level of paintball that there is. You know what I mean? So I feel like it is the guys who possibly have the most influence in some other area of marketing or in some other area of anything. You, I, I feel like it's our responsibility to try and make this sport as big as it possibly can be. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I just don't know... I just think that, like, somewhere along the way, we lost the fun. Like, I still have fun playing paintball. I just mean as, like, and as a whole, right? The EMEC is a perfect example of that. And I say, I say this kind of often. I think that the, the paintball industry in, like, 2004-ish or whatever, we're, like, shoving tournaments down our throats. Yes. And I think we... The industry and like the, you know, the paintball fields and stores and whatever it was, somewhere in there lost the fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to find a way as an industry to get back to the fun. And I think that the players are getting back to the fun, but 
the industry as in like the manufacturers and like you know pro teams and tournament leagues or whatever it is has mm-hmm. to figure a way out for them as the industry to get back to the fun because i mean players brought back pump like the industry yeah. didn't do that players brought back pump they brought magfed uh they're bringing this mechanical thing back yeah uh, so i think players are creeping back toward those fun times but I think that maybe paintball companies could help figure out ways to make it more fun again. Yeah. That's my spiel. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree that paintball players are the tips of the arrow. Yeah, for sure. Like, and, and we have to be the ones, I mean, with these simple, these simple moves, we, do, we as the, the paintball players community, mm-hmm. need to be the ones directing all of this, and which we can. We totally can. Yeah. But it, there has to be an effort pushed forth because I'm not, you know, I, the reason I care so much about this sport is because I've I've played it for so long and it's become such a such a, a part of my characteristic, if that makes sense. Sure. You know, so yeah, it's yeah, like no, it's part of you. Yeah, it is you. Yeah, and for sure. yeah, you don't want to see something that you care so much about kind of be lackluster when it could be spectacular. It was spectacular. It was. It was. You. You know when it was totally spectacular is when, when uh, you had when you were on excessive. That was fun. Back, back when that jersey behind you. That's when it was more spectacular. Oh yeah, that was my that was my very first excessive jersey. Excessive jersey. Oh, you got an energy jersey too. That's even older. Or not? No, yeah. that's newer. Uh, newer than my that jersey. one. Yes. Oh, you got another one. That's nice. That's what, 2007? Micah McLaughlin jersey. Micah. Micah's awesome. So Micah lives like down the street. So funny. Here. Listen to this one. Uh, Old paintball jerseys. Oh, Micah McLaughlin. (laughs) That's awesome. That's pretty funny. That's good. Yeah, I thought these were... uh, That's 2000. That's like 2007. The Ego 7 logo's right on there, so... Oh yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, I don't really have a bunch of jerseys. I mean, I do. I'm like looking at a big old. So, I'm what's lo- up? I'm looking at a big old. St- I said I'm looking at a big old stack of jerseys or like a <laughs> rack full of jerseys, and I'm like, I don't really have that many. No, I don't. This I don't really cool. have some either. Like mine are all just on one rack up here. <clears throat> That's nasty. I can't even see if you're seeing. That's not game worn though. Uh, no, I think it's brand new. I think that's actually <laughs> I've worn it out of the bag. Ah, <laughs> uh. I wore it like one time. Yeah, old Billy Saransky jersey. So this is probably two thousand three, two, somewhere in there. You wore that jersey? Yeah. Do you regret it? Uh, no. I I don't even know if I got shot in it. Honestly, like the sleeves are a little dirty. It's like. Yeah. I love how they're still dirty. <clears throat> That's There's something about jerseys that's like, yeah, it's good how it is. I don't wash shit ever. I have a I have my very first jersey that I bought. Um it was a it's an olive green JT jersey, size large. I think I don't think it was called the race jersey. <laughs> Where's jersey? Hold on, hold on. I'll grab something. <clears throat> Uh, 
So this is my like this is my first paintball jersey. Yeah, this JT jersey. Nice, that is bright and, uh, shit. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so I'm. Did you want to stand out like a light bulb whenever you're playing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Uh, and I okay, like I said, I'm big. I have long arms, and this jersey was <laughs> so small mm-hmm. that it fit my torso and my body fine. But not but your I arms. Cut the arms off. That's the same <laughs> one. I, the yeah, sleeves. the same one I have, but it's green. The same one. I have a blue one as well. That's and then, my first paintball. It's just a stupid. I like. Uh, I like this guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did that Dude. have like? The, does that have like little beads on it? No, it has just little like. It looks puffs crazy. of fabric. Yeah, yeah. They're like pulled through, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, Pat Advanced. made these for me. I thought that uh, that was uh, that was so cool. Yeah. Signature was, series headband. <clears throat> it was yeah. It was it was unexpected and it was uh. It was really cool of him to do that. It's neat. It, it, it my boosted my confidence. Signature series headband. Oh, those are sick. Who makes those? I do. <laughs> like straight up, like buy the fabric that manufactured <clears throat> like. Have the fabric manufactured? It's crazy. It's a pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that's all denim, like printed on denim. So it's pretty cool. How much was it to I get to? Literally have one. That's it. It's the only one. This is the <clears throat> uh, one of the prototypes. So yeah, <laughs> headbands. You but should, that's uh... a way that I make money with this whole paintball room. My life thing is selling headbands, barrel covers, and t-shirts. One really? Like 25 ways I make money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Definitely when uh, I get new stuff in, I sell a bunch of it. And mm-hmm. then, like, there's this lull where, like, no one buys anything. So yeah. that's my. You should get playing on podcast t shirts. I should. I need I need to get on that. It's so easy, man. Like, 200 bucks, and you get, a, you get shirts made and just see how it goes. Yeah. No. <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I think get them like just one color. Just one or two color, maybe no, two. Just get just yeah, black and white ones or you know whatever. Yeah. I know. I <clears throat> I need to get some stuff. I I thought about it too because I, I like the banners. I think the banners turned out really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I had those t-shirts from Raza, but I wanted to get like these are all oh, the, I didn't know that. the sublimated ones. Yeah, yeah. But um, I like just like the old school cotton, yeah, just really like screen print. Shirts. With you, everyone always wants those dry fit shirts from me, and I'm like, I don't like the way they fit. And like, yeah, I'm all so picky about that stuff, though. Again, I'm weird shaped, <laughs> so yeah, that's I always, true. I'm always like, ah, oh, too short, and like, it doesn't mm-hmm. fit right. And like, I'm always on the search for like perfect shirts, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. And I keep them for a long time, yeah. I have a monkey with a gun shirt that I've had since probably oh, 2006. Man. My oldest piece of clothing is probably 1998. <laughs> <laughs> man. Is it a t-shirt? Or is it a pair uh, of shoes? It is. Oh, man. Shoes. No, definitely not shoes at old. Um, it is a red, red V-neck Old Navy fleece. Nice. 
You still wear it, though? I don't think I ever wear it in public. No. No. (laughs) It's just, you know, around. You got to get Supreme to start throwing you some money. Well, I... So this is something I wanted to talk to you about, and I was curious if we can... You can take this out or whatever, but I feel that we're the only two people that aren't associated with, like, a store making stuff for the internet. And I was curious, because I hear you read the sponsor stuff always at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Are you getting paid? Yeah. I mean, it's all advertisement. No, but, like, Carbon, <clears throat> right? Like, mm-hmm. Aftershock is not sponsored by Carbon. So is Carbon, are they giving you cash? It's all worked out in a deal that we have. So you're making money. Right. Good. That's all I want to know. Because that's yeah. what I'm pushing for, right? So, like, that's that's my thing. Is it, like, I have to start making money. Like, you have to make money. I mean, at some point, you yeah. can't spend hours and hours a week on something and then just not have any return. It could be mm-hmm. fun, right? And you enjoy it. But, like, it too, it's not going to pay the bills. Too bad. I mean, I got to buy food and pay rent. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's something I'm, I'm pushing for more. Um, is trying to get sponsored content and do advertising for some of these brands. Have you ever heard of Patreon? Mm-hmm. I have a Patreon. I make money off it, but I feel kind of bad, right? Because I'm like, I'm not bad, but I feel like I owe something to the people that like give me money every month and I do in a way, right? Like, cause you're deciding to give me, you know, money so I can keep doing this. And then right. I feel like since you're giving me something, I feel like forced to do something like I'm like, God, isn't that a job though? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's so... kind of why I want to get rid of Patreon. <laughs> so it's not as jobish. So I feel a little bit more freed up. Mm-hmm. And like I say, it bothers me, but it really doesn't. But but if you want to do something, if you want to do something that you love doing, and oh, it's just okay. like you know, anybody pays for, you know, they pay for any service. Like mm-hmm. let's say they they pay for a TV service, or they they pay for a a monthly subscription to a magazine, or or something like yeah, or a website or whatever. I mean, it's just they enjoy that content, and I feel like if oh yeah, people enjoy the content enough. Mm-hmm. That they would be able to, you know, listen to any certain podcast, which is a good like hour and a half to possibly two hours of good content. I think it's like it's at least worth what a dollar. Oh, for sure. You know what Most I mean? Definitely. So, yep. <clears throat> so I think it's at least at least our time and work and effort. I feel should at least go towards that and have that on the table for the listener to actually make the decision because it's just like, you know, if you don't like watching Fox News or somebody doesn't like watching Comedy Central, uh, that's going to hit. That's I mean, that's what ratings are, right? So if you're not watching those certain channels, then that's, you know, a problem. So it's the same thing. So if you like, yeah, and you're paying for cable anyway, which is providing you that. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're paying something for something that you enjoy every every month or week or whatever why not have it at this just because face or youtube i don't get enough hits on youtube so it's not like they're paying me but i mean it's still i mean it's it's still time and effort put into something that people enjoy that you could turn into something mm-hmm. it's like it's like a travel blogger or or you know name anything you know what i mean yeah definitely 
people have to like i don't know people have to pay for what pay for this stuff <laughs> yeah you pay not to ride a bike right you pay for gas yeah so you're paying somebody yeah, pay not to ride a bike well <laughs> somewhere some places you don't need but yeah like somebody's gotta that's how i yeah. look at it i've just been thinking about like that i want to try to grow this and get better and do all this stuff but uh, it requires money you know like mm-hmm. i think last month was the first month that i like full on everything i made from paintball over my life that was the first month April, no, May, May was, yeah, was the first month where I, I don't know, didn't have to use other money. We'll mm-hmm. So all, I made enough money to live off paintball room in my life. That was the first month. May was the first time I ever was able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. One thing I want to try to do next year is, I was thinking about sponsorship stuff, is what I would like to do is uh, go on like a tour where like I'm gone for four months. I want to buy a van and then get like sponsors to sponsor me and like, you know, mm-hmm. do ads for them and whatever. Um, and just travel around and go to different paintball events. Like I want to try yeah. to go to Living Legends and like D-Day and like an NXL event and like, yeah, I think that would be kind of cool and make yeah. videos along the way. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, man, I really enjoyed sitting down with you. Yeah, yeah. I got to get going. Certainly. I thought it was, I thought it was very formative. I love the chatter back and forth and uh, I'd love to have you on again. I'm down. Last time I flaked, sorry. Well, I didn't flake. That's all good. No, dude, understandably. Believe me. It's all, we're all good. And I hope she's doing okay. Yes. So, definitely. I love grandmas, man. Grandmas are the shit. They teach you a lot. Yeah, she's good. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, Carl. Say, well, before we go, actually, do you have, where can people find you? And, oh, God. Uh, Look, paintball ruin my life. Literally wherever you want, and it should come up. Oh, on everything, every platform. Yeah. Yep. There's not enough of it, so that the name is so goddamn long that if you put that in, it's gonna come up. <laughs> it's so unique that it'll be there. Yeah. YouTube, Instagram, for sure. YouTube, uh, and then Instagram are probably the two things that I'm the most active on. We'll see. Yeah. Keep yep. it up, man. It's awesome. Thank you. Take care, brother. Adios, sir. Thank you so much, Brad, for sitting down and chatting with me. I had a great time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Big thank you again to our sponsors, Punishers PB, uh, Punishers Paintball. But the website is Punishers PB. Again, they have a Spire trade-in program right now. And uh, if you head over there and you trade in your Spire, you will get money towards it might not be just aspire you might be able to trade in i don't know the exact details but make sure you hit them up uh look for the details over at punisherspb.com and uh and like i said before if you type in the promo code tpop you will get free shipping on your entire order uh but we are also brought to you by charm city paintball the head game is completely dominated i think by the fabrics, the, 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 the hard cotton fabrics now. Um, I think that's coming back just along with like the mechanical series and everything. I think all the old school stuff is coming back. But uh, but Mike over at Charm City does a great job in making some quality, quality headbands. Uh, and you can find them over at Charm City Paintball on Facebook as well as Instagram. 
So thank you to Mike for helping out the podcast. Uh, also brought to you by Carbon Paintball. They have the SC line, which has the pack, the the uh, the top and bottom protective layers, which I wear myself, which are awesome. <clears throat> A lot of people ask me about them. I I can't say enough, man. They're they're great. They don't slide around anywhere. They keep you cool as well as you know keeping you halfway decent warm when it's it is colder outside. But I enjoy them. They're they're not heavy. They fit just right. So make sure you head to carbonpayball.com and if you type in the capital the the promo code capital T P O P, you will get 10% off your entire order. And if you guys have any questions about team sponsorships or anything like that, go ahead and shoot me a message, Carl at carbonpayball.com, and uh, and we'll get you hooked up. But uh, and last but not least, we are brought to you by Planet Eclipse, the makers of the sold out CS2 and the ever so sweet Etha mechanical. I keep pushing the Etha. I don't have that's all that I have as far as mechanicals go, and it shoots tits. But, uh, but they also make the GMAC, and that has more of a slide frame. So it's very personal preference on, on how you guys want to go. But then, like I said, they have the CS2s. They have the LV1.5s. Uh, they have all the slickest markers out there. So make sure to head to planeteclipse.com and get the one that's right for you. Thank you, everybody, again, for tuning in to the podcast. Uh, I had a great, great time. I, I have a great time doing this thing, and I... I really appreciate every single one of you out there listening, and uh, you know it, it's it's been fun. Every every single one of these guests, I think, have been have been very informative, have been very important to the game itself. I have some podcasts coming up, uh, hopefully with Maddie Marshall soon, with Pat Spore from Monkey with a Gun. He also works with Go Sports. Um, I have, uh, man, I believe Greg Sewers is going to do one here soon with me. I I have a lot of guests coming up. A very, very interesting few episodes coming in. But thank you to all of you out there, all the listeners. Appreciate it. Again, do not text and drive. Keep your eyes on the road. I sound like your mom. I'm sorry, but it's true. I see it all the time. I am on the road a lot for work, and people fly by me, and their face is at their feet because they're looking at their phone and they're going like 80 miles an hour and like oh my god oh my god but um sorry to preach about it but being alive is awesome and uh you you're in a torpedo of a vehicle so just please keep your eyes on the road and appreciate you all man i appreciate it take care guys and we'll see you see you here again soon on the playing on podcast see ya